Thundercats! <laughs> Welcome to Measure of an Episode. As you know, this is Measure of an Episode. Where our continuing mission As you know. is to explore whether a Star Trek episode is a proper Star Trek episode and not just good or bad TV. And my name is Paul. And I'm Jonathan, and we are basing it on three criteria. The first one is whether or not there's any sci-fi inherent to the plot. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the second one. Is that the second one? Anyway. Yeah. No, one, no, one that's of the, the two. first one. That's number one. <laughs> is there something sci-fi inherent to the plot? And then the second one, is there some kind of moral or ethical thread that runs through the episode? Or is presented in a way that inspires conversation? And the third one, we leave it to you. It's up to you, it's dear listeners. You, and if you email us your third criteria. You will be the first. Or- <laughs> We will, that will be the first email we have ever gotten. No, we will read it on air at some point. Oh, yeah. In the future. I like it. I like it. Yeah. We can't read it on this one because we haven't gotten our email yet. And because we're recording it right this moment. And if you haven't sent also it, that, yeah. we do not yeah. have the powers of time control. Time and travel? if you're listening to this episode as we're recording it. <laughs> All right. So we watched Aquiel, season six, episode 13 of TNG. And the blurb says... Murderous intrigue abounds for the Enterprise when one of the crew aboard a subspace communication station is believed dead. And yeah, that that blurb kind of That's gives away right a little bit on. of a twist, but um, it doesn't give it away. I mean, she is believed. Actually, no, she's she's confirmed dead until she shows up later in the episode. <laughs> until she's suddenly all better, right? Because <laughs> they just they immediately start going through her shit, right? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, they found yeah they they found her gooey residue mixed in with the the hull plating. So you right. know they were they, they were like she's not only dead, <laughs> she's been like blended. Which Worf immediately wants to start shooting at with his phaser. <laughs> but but I think but but it's weird because they're like we this is definitely like organic material that's been infused with this deck plating. We don't know really what it is, but we're going to go ahead and assume it's this person even though there were other people on the station. <laughs> like I don't know why they immediately assumed it was her. It's weird and they just like they they fought over who could get into her room to start going through her stuff. Yeah, and just to just to speak in broad strokes like I <laughs> I don't feel like this episode would have been nearly as cringy if it wasn't Jordy and Riker like working together on this. Like if it had been Jordy and Worf or Jordy and Data or Jordy and Picard, like you know, it it would. But the fact that it was like the the womanizer and like the cringy guy who falls in love with holodeck programs, like Which he did again. Yep. Like so, what's her what's her name comes up? Like he's trying to get to her 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 logs, right? And she's like, ah, I'm just trying really hard. Like, he's got to do a bunch of techno babble stuff. And then she finally mm. comes up, and then immediately you can see Jordy fall in love. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh. By the way, so when when Riker, so we talked about this uh, when we we're talking about the thumbnail uh-huh. on Netflix. <laughs> uh-huh. This was like, the, this is this is that moment. The last thing that I was expecting when, when Riker says, hey, Jordy, you should come take a look at this. The absolute last thing I was expecting. I would have been less surprised had it been Picard in there than a dog. <laughs> so really quick. So the episode's called Aquiel. Um, this episode almost had an original series name, uh, like style name. It was almost called Murder My Pet, like murder comma my pet. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so lame. Glad yeah, I didn't do that. Uh, I just I. That would have been so great. Like, sixth season, like, they are riding high, 
And they're like, next time on Star Trek The Next Generation, murder my pet. <laughs> I want to know who vetoed it, you know? Right. Or who, who suggested it? <laughs> yeah. Like, how how long was it being bandied about before they were like, wait a minute, what are we... Th- well, yeah. <laughs> who suggested it and who replaced that person immediately afterward? <laughs> right. Uh, oh, that's a terrible name. But yeah, I mean, also it would have given away that moment. Like, it was a shocking <laughs> moment. It was a shocking moment. Right. And yeah. I mean, there's no was, mention of a dog there at all. Like not in the blurb, not, not anything before that. Right. 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 I mean, I think it's really the only animal that I can ever remember other than spot on the show. Is there ever another animal? Like a, like a pet animal, a real animal, like not, not something, not a Gordordian flea, <laughs> which is actually just another dog. Um, <laughs> they look like dogs, <laughs> but it's a flea. Mark my words. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, not off the top of my head. I, I mean, I know that there is one in Enterprise, obviously, but I don't. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just very strange. It was very strange to me. Right. I feel sorry for this dog the whole time. Um, <laughs> well, you shouldn't. I know. I know. I shouldn't. I did not see that. I did not see the end coming until like that last until the scene where the dog is revealed as being the shapeshifter thing. I was, I, I didn't think of it. It did not occur to me. Did it occur to you? No, it didn't occur to me that the dog was a shapeshifter until like the, the, the moment before where the camera angle stayed on the dog when he was like, you know, what's the matter with you? Get out of right. here. And then it right. like, it followed him and I was like, Oh yep. 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 That's, that's definitely, right. that's the killer right there. Yeah. So anyway, so Jordy is doing this thing. They always do this with Jordy. I don't think there's an example of this with another character, another next-gen character, where he's doing sleuthing by talking to the computer. He, I, I can think of at least two or three other examples of this where he's right. trying to sort something out by, by, kind of, by saying, computer, show me something that is like this, but also like this. Like it's always, he's always talking to the computer by himself, right? Mm-hmm. You're saying where like he he tweaks the requests by talking to the computer, not well, not as in he's talking he's to the video, right? Okay. No, no, he's just he's just troubleshooting something. Okay. He's like he and he, I guess they gave that to him because he's really good at it. He does a good job, sort of not making it feel awkward, as though he does this all the time, even mm. though he's talking to no one. <laughs> right. Well, data data does it too. I mean, he did it in the quality of life quite a bit. The oh, that's the, true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The one with the technodromes. You're right. Yeah. No, you're right. Withdrawn. I mean, they like they they might be the only two that do it, and it. I, don't I know. guess they, those two characters are the most science fictiony characters. So right. I guess it makes the most sense that they would be doing that the most. Right, Jordy and Data, who happen to be best friends. <laughs> it works out great. <laughs> then there's the Musk and Sea Punch. Oh God, I so I thought yeah. she was calling it Pudge. I didn't hear punch. And so I was like, I wonder if Paul is really going to like this. Cause that's, that's not a thing. Like Musk can see pudge like that pudge isn't a word of food. So, you know, where she's like, I just miss it so much. And we're like, the seeds are fresh. And, and then I, I, I saw, I saw him take the drink over to her and he says something about, or she said something about it being Musk can see punch. And I was like, Oh, it's punch. That's not nearly as right. exciting. See, I, okay. There's only one situation where I would be okay with them putting a alien name in front of an Earth something, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Is if 
like we just said with the fleas and the dogs, if it was something entirely different, if it looked like a hamburger. If right. Musk and Sea Punch looked like a hamburger, right. I would be totally okay with it if they did that every time, every yeah. single time. Or like what if it was like a – it was a drink, but it's served in like a, a soaked Nerf ball and you have to suck the juice out of it. <laughs> or like the way that they drink stuff is through their, their buttholes. That would be fine too. <laughs> so they just grab – just all eating so they just grab the food and sit on it and then they can just continue their conversation <laughs> it's like oh! <laughs> you're right this is nice oh it's spicy <laughs> water 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 yeah. sits on a water balloon but they just start drinking the water normally and be like man this sucks i gotta wait like i gotta like wait 45 minutes for it to meet in the middle Anyway, that's not what happened. <laughs> <clears throat> not what happened. They don't do that. Okay, so one thing that, that actually did strike uh, stick out to me is this had some of the coolest space exteriors of any of the next-gen stuff I've ever seen. It wasn't just stock shots of, like, if there was a Klingon, whatever, and the Enterprise was sort of sitting at each other, facing each other. They had like the camera would sort of move over the top of the Enterprise or the Klingon Warbird, and it would the, like it was in motion. And or when they came up on the space station, the camera would kind of as though there was you know another ship attached to the camera, right? Or camera attached to the ship. It would be it was they were moved. They were dynamic. It was so cool. Right. No, actually, I I hadn't even noticed. So. Um, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, yeah, go back and watch it. Right, I will. I will actually. Well, because I remember I. I Right, I commented about that on Enterprise, you know, when they had that great shot of like the the camera going over the the hull. So anyway, Jordy falls in love with her and I'm thinking to myself, like she she's only responding because he's an advocate. She's she's creating an advocate for herself, right? Right. A, right. a high level advocate. And by the way, can you think of a more inappropriate situation where you have a murder suspect? And you, at Jordy, a high-level commanding officer, is essentially hitting on, making out with, supposedly having sex, I'm assuming, with the murder suspect, and then defending that murder suspect. <laughs> like, is there a situation where this could get any worse? For, oh, I know. I well, mean, and in addition to that, like, she, she, there was no way that kiss could, couldn't have negative i mean severely negative implications either he kisses her and she has to go along with it because she's the only one who believes him i don't and i just felt i felt sorry for jordy because he just can't catch a break with women you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're either unavailable well he he does it to himself because he he tends to fall in love with unavailable women <laughs> well he, right. yeah he tends to fall in love with recordings yes Well, he can just play them back over and over and over again. You never. <laughs> I love this moment. Um, <laughs> right. Well, so this is this is why I was saying like uh, this episode is so disappointing about like just reading the back notes to it. This episode was going to like first off give Jordy much more backstory about like his upbringing and all that kind of thing, other than that throw a, a throwaway line about how he traveled a lot and so he picked up lots of languages, which 
We're six years into this show, and he's what? never once showed any of that. Nor does he. Nor does he really show it here. I think he says what one word or one phrase. He says he could have like Googled. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, By the way, the second somebody says, "Oh, I picked up a lot of languages as I was traveling." That's when you start saying, oh, really? Tell me something in German. Uh-huh. Or tell me something in Italian. Like, let's right. have a conversation. I happen to speak Italian as well. And then you, you continue the conversation and you see how true it is, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. So he says that phrase. And, <laughs> and then she says Omrael or Omrael to him, like, when she leaves him. And then he just kind of mutters that word to himself. He's like, Omrael. Like, <laughs> there's another word that I just learned. Uh, <laughs> I'm picking up languages left and right. <laughs> he thinks words are languages. <laughs> yeah. I know over a That's thousand easy. languages, right? <laughs> um, but so, so yeah, so there was that little throwaway line, but he was supposed to get so much more. And this episode was actually, when it was originally being written, it was supposed to end with, like, before the killer was the dog, it was going to end with him keeping the dog. And he would have a dog for the rest of the series. And Oh, God. So, you know, it just, well, it just would have been more of a character moment for him. And they realized that all of the commanding officers were single and they didn't, they kind of realized that they didn't want to convey that like in the future marriage was kind of frowned upon or not really accepted or whatever. And so this was the episode that was going to give Jordy a significant relationship. And then through the the course of... no, with with Aquiel. Oh, I missed that. I mean, you switched. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize I had to explain that. Now talking about the female hey. who he's like dating in the episode, it was actually supposed to last like through this episode, and she was going to be a recurring character and actually be part of the show, like as as guest starring every once in a while, and like the, he would have a relationship, and it would supposed to turn into a marriage. And they wanted to add another character to this. I mean, I can see why they didn't. It would have just taken so much time. It would have been like like uh, O'Brien's wife, right? Well, where- yeah, like it it would have been just like just like that. It would have been like Keiko, where she, you know, she yes, she's on the show and she's on the ship, but she's not. The show isn't about her, so she only shows up on the episodes that are O'Brien focused and when it has to deal with him like being at home, you know, so it could easily have been where she was only on like three or four episodes uh, through the rest of the season. But she just like he he talked about like some dates that they went on, kind of like the the twins on Voyager. Right now, what would have been more interesting for me is if the the person who was the dog, if that was the character. Not necessarily that Jordy had a relationship with, although that would have been awesome too, but that that was a character who spent some time as a dog and some time as a person, but still had to wear his communicator as a dog <laughs> and would like have, have, have like, you know, bridge duty as a dog. But he was accepted as an intelligent, you know, being. Right, right. he was a dog. Yeah, clearly. Well, and just he occasionally had to eat somebody. <laughs> But it just this this episode could have been could have been so much more for Jordy, and instead it just added fuel to the fire about the fact that you know Jordy falls in love with digital characters and right. <laughs> he has no luck with women. Yeah, I kind of blame Jordy for that. He seems, I mean, based on this episode and the other episode where he falls in love with the engineer who I don't remember her name, but you know that person. Uh-huh. That he makes a date for. It's very awkward. He seems he seems very emotionally just sort of not hundred percent mature, I guess. Sort of like he, sure. he just immediate when you immediately fall in love like that, like it's not something that 
adults do that often. Right. Right. And he does it super often. (laughs) (laughs) I think he just, it's not even that he does it super often. It's just that he does it more than any other character. And so it's just kind of become his character trait. Well, and who knows how much we don't see. Right. right? That's true. Yeah. (laughs) This is happening almost every other day. I'm sure. That's why when Riker talks to him about it, he's like being kind of like, you know, supportive, but in a way where it's like, you know, it's like, are you sure you should be uh, starting a relationship with the uh, the murder suspect? Uh, right. <laughs> like, is, is that a good? It's not a great idea. Well, and to be fair, Riker's like speaking from experience. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Well, and just thinking about like Jordy dating and like his his dating profile. Do you think when it says like eye color, do you think he puts N.A.? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Or just white. Right. Or don't don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Or <laughs> prefer not to or talk about gold uh cyclops. Or or air filter. <laughs> he just gives you know how air filters have a code? It's like R95. <laughs> That's what he puts. For eye color. <laughs> <laughs> HEPA. <laughs> Alright, anyway, where are we in the episode? Yeah. <laughs> So there's a point where the doctor starts to put it together about the coalescent life forms, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And the goo sort of comes out and touches her hand and then, I guess, dies. But before it dies, it turns into her hand. And this is the moment I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is so cool. Like, this is, this is, this is science fiction at its best. Right. right, right. You have a life form that you don't know what's going on, but it does this really interesting thing. Like, I think... In a lesser science fiction show, another doctor would have just appeared and plopped out of the Petri dish and they would have been talking to each other and that would have been the episode. But in this one, it, they, they were a little bit more subtle about it. Right. And it was cool. And it was like a mystery. It's like, why did that do that? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I, it was I, cool. I didn't think that it died, which I, like is, is not even a, a point that I considered, but I think you're right. Like now that because the, the hand just froze. And that's sort of in the in the kind of really cool last little bit of the of the episode where they're cutting back and forth very quickly between Jordy and Aquiel mm-hmm. and and the rest of the crew sort of trying to figure out what's happening. Right. And and it's, it's like very quick back and forth. Like it doesn't happen very often in the show. No. And it sort of culminates when uh, they catch Jordy having sex with Aquiel. Well, yeah, I'm being mentally stimulated. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a very advanced dildo that they were holding. <laughs> but... But, but like it, they were, it, it wasn't just meditation, right? There was something going on. Well, and that, so I, I've got to say like her, her line, like it should have been during intimacy, not during love. Yeah. You know, it was yes. like during happy. <laughs> <laughs> Jordy, would you like to make happy on the couch? Nope. That still, that still sounds too suggestive. It's like, like it would, it would be like, would you like, nope, not even that. Like, uh, <laughs> Jordan's just like, nope. <laughs> it was just, well, it would be like, it would be no. like, would you like to happy? No, ah, there's, I, I can't, I cannot think of a phrase where it's like, nope, I, I completely understand what you mean. Um, <laughs> Jordy, we should make happy. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> But we should not. You were under arrest. <laughs> like it would, it would be like Jordy. Do you happy? <laughs> Still no. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it was just it, yeah, it was so, just such a weird moment where like she you know she said like it it enhances like emotions and it especially enhances emotions during love. 
it, I don't, I don't like it when, when people use that word as sort of just a catch all just to, to sort of like to, it's like almost like an appropriation, come up with a better word. Like you said, intimacy or make up a new word. We call it comfla. Right. Oh, what is that a fancy dessert? Like I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Jordy, we, we will comfla after dinner. <laughs> See, that's more interesting. Right. And we will share love. Oh, um, so I will, way, wait, wait, but, sorry. No, wait, hang on. I gotta go. Okay. okay. I, I gotta jump back. I gotta jump back. So when, <laughs> yeah, when the too. doctor, <laughs> I gotta jump back when in the doctor, when, So the, the doctor is showing Picard the hand that was created by the goo. Uh-huh. Right. And she's like, it's my hand down to the genetic code. And Picard's like, it's very interesting. May I borrow? This hand? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh, there were so many moments like where oh, no. <laughs> Riker is like, Jordy, I've got to ask you. And he's like, yes, Commander. I'm like, what? What are you about to ask? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, there were a lot of those. I guess there were a lot of those. Um, but no, back, back can be even further. So I have I have a friend who taught their dog Klingon on like to, so that way uh, the the idea being if you teach a dog a foreign language for the commands um then when somebody breaks in they can't use the traditional commands to stop the dog because they're obviously not the right words and if the the thought being that if if the person who's breaking in tells the dog to sit or lie down or something and the dog knows that by hearing those commands the dog automatically thinks it's a friend so by teaching it a foreign language, then, you know, you you have that level of separation so that the, the dog doesn't understand what those words are and they still see the enemy. Now, I'm pretty sure that my fr- my friend used kapla as speak. So, so I got it in my head that kapla in Klingon means speak. <laughs> and so... When Picard and the Klingon are ending their their communicate with each other, they both go kapla kapla, <laughs> and, and I was like, "What? what? <laughs> but it could mean, you know, like it's just a greeting or or <laughs> profanity, yeah, it's like chow. <laughs> yeah, it's like chow, or it's your mom, <laughs> like <laughs> your mom, your mom, your mom, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Klingons might be funnier than we take them credit for. <laughs> we don't know. It's true. They're speaking Klingon. Anyway, so anyway, so so Riker catches Jordy and Aquiel having sex, and it's very awkward for everyone. But uh, let me make sure I'm still recording. Yes, but <laughs> so they they almost end the episode with like, yes, she did it. I don't remember what the details were. We're gonna take her into custody. Well. They were they were taking both of them because it was kind of about the time that the the alien was going to shapeshift, which is super convenient, by the way. Um, right. But but yeah, they 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 were holding both of them in containment um, until one of them actually changed. Right. And so there is this scene after after that where it kind of comes down and Jordy's all depressed because he's in love with Aquiel and he doesn't know what to do with himself. He's with the dog. He's petting the dog. Right. Mm hmm. And he, uh, he, so he's like, I gotta do something. So I'm going to go, I'm going to ask to see the duty roster so we can figure out who is going to order to euthanize the dog. You know, <laughs> I actually thought that there was going to be something about him, like picking up extra shifts to try and take his mind off of what Aquiel was doing. Um, yeah. so I was, both are equal, equally, you know, e- equally viable, e- yep. equally plausible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
And then the dog starts changing. I was like, oh, dude, like I didn't even see that coming. Right. I did not see the dog thing coming until like the second that the dog kind of came, like barked or something like that. I was like, oh, like I didn't, I, it wasn't, I didn't, wasn't a, like a, a totally virgin right, right, right. for me when the dog started shaving. But I was like, like seconds before that, I was like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. But that was like one of the best reveals ever. I did not suspect the dog, even after I said to myself, I have never seen a dog on this show ever and will never see a dog on this show ever again. Right. Right. And, and I was like, I, this should be, this should be like the character that shows up on the bridge that eventually is, is the bad guy uh-huh. like in the show. That's, it should have been that, but it wasn't. And, uh, so yeah, I was, I was super impressed. Just how, yeah. Just how it spun like that. And you just had no idea that it was coming. Yeah. No, I mean, me too. Yeah. Um, like the dog, they didn't, they didn't like have a scene where the dog was, you know, rifling through the communicators like trying to fit or <laughs> right. like going through the computer or eating somebody else yeah <laughs> right like they didn't they did not telegraph it at all no and it was it was really cool yeah the only way that they did was the fact that it was another being on the station right yeah yeah and props to the show um a little bit of science fiction where Jordy tries to stun the blob after it has converted from dog to blob and nothing happens. And so he has to up the energy, right? He tries to stun it. Uh-huh. It doesn't stun. He changes it and then he kills it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's great. Like that to me is, is, is all, is what science fiction is all about. I know they say that, you know, every episode, <laughs> but, but it's like, that's, that's the detail that you want in a science fiction episode. He didn't just shoot it in a kill and it's done. And that's the end of the scene. Like they went through the, they bothered to, stay true to what actually happened earlier in the, in the show. Right. Of like, I tried shooting it, nothing happened. And so I had to kill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why the phaser was set on 10. And that's like that. That's a great callback. It's not really callback. It's just continuity. Right. Right. The, so the only, the only thing that I will say is after he destroyed it, there wasn't a blob on the ground. Right. You're right. No, that's a good point. Or did we, maybe we just didn't see it. Well, but it kind so of I'm vaporized into like a, you know, a, a red, what? <laughs> I said, you see how I'm just starting, because I liked the episode, I'm starting to apologize for it. Uh, like I'm starting to, start trying to fit it into, fit it into my own narrative. I, what did you think I said? Well, I heard you say apologize, and I thought you meant like, as the blob is you? dying, it's like apologizing for everything it had done. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, forgive me. Or I thought where you were going was that Jordy was was yelling at the blob, apologize. <laughs> or I'm going to like, apologize. Monfla! Monfla! <laughs> and so we end the episode with, um, first of all, I was thinking to myself, okay, how is Jordy going to prove this? Because there's no more blob, right? They're just going to think that he evaporated <laughs> they the killed dog. killed the dog, didn't right? didn't want to deal with it, right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the fact that the two people still survived and the dog is missing and they kind of figured out what probably happened. Right. They skipped that part of how yeah. he proves it. Yeah. Right. Which is. But it would have been kind of. Right. It would have just been all info dumping to the audience that already knows what's happening. Right. Because they wanted to get to this last scene, which is where Jordy's like, hey, I can, you know, I can help you get again. Another very inappropriate, <laughs> very inappropriate um thing for Jordy to do, which is like, Hey, I can move you to the front of the line. Basically is what he's saying. Cause I want, if you want to be on the enterprise so we can have sex later. Right. And 
And she's like, no, thank you. Uh, I, I, the, the murder charges were dropped. And so I no longer need you, <laughs> which is what I took. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, like she, yeah, it, it felt very much, I think that it was supposed to be like a sweet thing of like, I need to make it on my own, but it felt very much like, um, a rejection. Yeah. Like may, maybe later, which really means never, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you. Yeah. Kind of yeah. 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 And, and so that's the end of the, of the episode, but it, the music and just the tone of how they leave that scene makes it feel like a downer, even though it's a happy ending. I mean, Jordy doesn't get a girlfriend, but that's not what the episode was about. Right. 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 Um, not. Yeah. So not ultimately. It, it, did it feel like it felt like a downer to me. I could put in a good word. It's an appealing offer, but I think I'd rather get here on my own merits. Don't be surprised if you see my name on that list. The music must have been, it was designed that way, right? It was designed to kind of, because it was like a piano. It had this like sort of melancholic tinkle on the piano. I hate that word, tinkle. Why do you have <laughs> stupid? Melancholy moist. <laughs> tinkle. I hate that word. What, what other word do I hate? Tinkle, moist. Do you hate moist? So Pudding. hate pudding. So what if you use it like when you say like I'm putting this down, you're saying the same thing. It's fine. Well, maybe it's it's the <laughs> it's the substance that gets invoked. If I'm saying like I would like some chocolate pudding, please. It's just gross. <laughs> I like how you emphasize the P that time. <laughs> it's like it's it's oddly sexual, like like vaguely oddly sexual in a way, but in a gross way. I don't know. Let's not talk. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Why'd you say pudding? I didn't. You said tinkle. Ah! <laughs> I'm afraid of vowels. Oh, why? I'm going to make a list of words I'm um, allowed to say. No, I think, I mean, I think part of it, well, th this probably wasn't intentional, but, um, you know, like this is Jordy's MO, you know? So it just ended on a downer because it was like, wah, wah, Jordy's single again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, but at this point we're used to it. Like it's comedy now, right? <laughs> so yeah, so like, ba -ba 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 -ba. It, it, like, that's how it should have ended. With the Seinfeld bass slap. <laughs> <laughs> or more like more modernly, the Curb Your Enthusiasm. Theme, right. But, right? But, like, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't. It ends on a, a weird melancholic downer. Yeah. So, okay. So that's the end of the episode. So where do you come down? Is this, uh, I mean, it's a crappy murder mystery, right? I, I felt like in terms of that element of it, I didn't, I felt like it, I mean, didn't really hit the mark for me, but I felt like it was a proper Star Trek episode. So here was the thing about like the, it being a murder mystery. They, they were so frustrated because they had this idea and they wanted to do a murder mystery, but they had already shown that the tricorder could do so much that like they were like we are making this have to be so complicated because otherwise they'll just walk in with a tricorder and be like oh okay we know who did it 
they were like, we have to, true. yeah, they, they, they were like, we have to come up with a, a mystery that is beyond the technology. And so this is ultimately what they came up with. I mean, and given the parameters, like that's not too bad. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I was, I was totally fine. I mean, my favorite parts were the doctor parts where she's right. sort of trying to figure out what's going on. And I just, I, first of all, I thought the whole episode when it first started was going to be somebody watching logs episode, which I feel like happens every once in a while where we're forced to watch somebody give a log that's supposed to be sort of casual and personal, but we're supposed to glean specific information from these logs that somebody then puts together later. I just like, ah, so boring. It's just so boring when they, when they do that. And so I'm glad it wasn't that, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but the whole Jordy thread I found less interesting than the other part, the B plot, I guess. Yeah. Well, and then the moral ethical was just, <laughs> I mean, definitely ethical. We're talking ethics here in a big way. <laughs> Super ethic with a capital E. So, I mean, I guess this, yes, this was an ethical, like there was definitely an ethical thread going through the episode, but like Jordy dove head first into one specific side. Like there was no, I don't know if I should do this. Right. <laughs> like it was very abandoned much. all ethics. Yeah. So, yes, there was an ethical thread. So, I mean, is that kind of the end of the discussion? Or when somebody takes a specific stance and there's no argument against it? Well, I mean, I think there was a discussion. I mean, Riker said, he did say, maybe you should take a step back. Yeah, and, and he was like, know, maybe a you couple should of back times. off. Yeah. <laughs> and they had another scene where they were standing way too close to each other again. I'm sure you noticed. You had to have noticed it this time. In the hallway? Right. In the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> super close. But, but, yeah, like. He there is there is friction between Riker and Jordy, and well because um, she's alive because now this, and Jordy's already like got the inside curve. Also, he's less attracted to her when she found, when he found out that she was already still alive, right? Like <laughs> just a little bit. Little I mean, he still went after it, but it was he's like, uh. well, he's like he's like now now I have to learn things about you. Like before, I knew everything right. about you, and that's hot. But now, like you're this mystery, and I don't I don't want that. Like. Well, and he'd already, he was like 95% done with his holodeck program starring the person. <laughs> Damn it, I have to start logs. over. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right, yeah. So you're saying not enough ethics. Well, I, 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 the ethics are so strong in this episode. I just, I felt like it was kind of screw the ethics. I'm doing what I want, you know? Like, yeah, I, I get that there's all this evidence against you, but I believe you. And consequently, I'm going to be close to you. Like, because I believe, like, there, there right. he didn't have any inner turmoil of, like, or if he did, I, well, I guess he did a little bit. He just didn't really listen well, to all it. The, all the evidence pointed that she was guilty. Right. He just didn't want her to be guilty. It's not like he believed her because of some other piece of evidence that made it more ambiguous. Right. Well, he just right. liked her. Right. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, she. There, there, he wasn't he wasn't internally conflicted against all the evidence. It was just like, you're super hot, so I want you to be innocent, so I'm going to fight as if you are. Like, you know, she's like, you believe me, don't you? And he's like, yes, I do. And then they make out. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, like, I, it wasn't it wasn't even I want to believe you. You're just well, he did say this once. I want to believe you. You're just not making it easy. Right. But he like he. He never, he never wavered. And I feel like that's where my problem is. Yeah. He, he was full throttle ready to defend her to the last moment. Right. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. 
so yeah, I can see that. But but there was a discussion. I mean, yeah. I, we di- we can disagree, right? We disagreed with it, and in, in that sense, I think is the is where the discussion goes along, right? Yeah, I mean, and we just said like, is there is there an ethical thread that runs through the episode? And boy, howdy, was there? So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yep. I guess again, I, I was sort of a half good episode for me, but it was definitely a. I just a full, see proper right. I I love the deep sci-fi, and I love when it's it's an ethical question. Like for me, that's what makes Star Trek Star Trek. Like when when it's it's literally a debate, and they make a choice, but it's not necessarily the right choice. It's just what they felt to be the best choice. Right, and yeah, there wasn't a lot of consequence for Jordy. Right. In his decision, I, that was, I guess, sort of a, a downer for me is that he didn't there, he made the wrong decision on a, in a lot of different points of the story. And, you know, he, again, he he wasn't defending her because he 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 believed that she was innocent and it more so it was that he was falling in love with her and couldn't help himself. Right. Like he wanted to believe that she was innocent because he was falling in love with her, not the evidence right. was ambiguous enough that she could be innocent. Like everything pointed right. to her being guilty. Right by design. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. So we're 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 agreed then. Yeah, we're agreed. It, it's a proper. Yeah, it's a proper Star Trek episode. I mean, yeah, and the 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 story is great. I just I wish that there had been more turmoil with Jordy. You know, kind of kind of like the last episode with Kirk. Like if there had been an actual consequence to his obsession. Right. Well, all right. Well, that's kind of cool. I guess that's settled. Yeah, two Star Trek episodes in a row. Kapla. Kapla. <laughs> Monfla. <laughs> Let's see what we're watching next. Okay. Business as usual, episode 18 of season five of DS9. Oh, great. (laughs) Business as usual. I should have known what the name of business. Quirk's cousin arrives at the station and offers a piece of his weapon selling business, which would pay off all of Quark's debts within a month. Oh, sounds riveting. Uh, the Quark-centric episodes are just so... Oh, you know what, though? This is DS9. That could be, like, the the blurb. Oh, yeah, about, this could be... Yeah. It could be nothing.